Now recording. Now recording. Recording now? We're recording now, and please get us out of this dead, dead, waterless world, uh, because we are the Annie Buddies, and we are sponsored by water, and we forgot to bring some on this trip. Um, but you know that happens every now and then, and here and there. But uh, I'm Alex, <laughs> and uh, I accidentally activated the uh, the time travel slash world um, hopping vessel, and uh, joining me is uh, my dual first mates, uh, Maddie and Tristan. Howdy. Hello. And howdy-do. Um, but yeah, so we did watch Now and Then Here and There, um, as we do here on the Annie Buddies, where we watch and record, or watch and review, whatever anime shows uh, we feel like. And listeners, we would really like some engagement, so if you would like us to review anything, I will sacrifice one Monogatari season for y'all next next season. <laughs> Our recommendation just a one just a one and you know what i didn't even come in here planning to say that that's just off the dome off you know what dome. you know what you know what i respect it i will match what alex says and i too will sacrifice one of my spots for a recommendation by you the listener you know what and i three will sacrifice one each of alex and tristan's spots for you <laughs> the listeners so that's that's four total listener voted on shows or recommended <laughs> shows that usually you have to pay for. But here you just gotta write us a review or send us an email at uh, anybody'spodcast at gmail dot com. Um, social media re- rework impending probably because we have to. But besides yeah, all that, uh, what have y'all been up to? Yeah, bro. We need to start posting X X videos. <laughs> I can I'll say it say. now. I can say it now. It's no longer porn. It's just Twitter. Well, it's also <laughs> porn, but like sometimes it's both. Sometimes it is both, but that's only if you're following those accounts, allegedly. Wait, you can post porn on Twitter again? When have you not been able to post porn on Twitter? Allegedly. I don't know. I had a Twitter for like a handful of months. And then it got ruined. Was it by Why, porn? You, I was going to say, were you posting your porn and they like banned your account? Because uh, I was going to say, if I need to internet archive this to see some spicy Maddie action, uh, I will. Uh, I will do everything in my power. It wasn't my porn. Oh shit! Less fun. Not <laughs> whose porn was it? Obviously, it was. Uh, me sharing and or stealing credit for uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Yaoi. Oh no. You can't piss off the JoJo fans, bro. We'll or or your ass back to next year. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just felt like Polnareff and Kakyoin had a bond that was not addressed deeply enough in the season three, what, like 40 episodes. Polnareff and Kakyoin? Please, I think you mean Jotaro and Kakyoin. Am I shipping right? Is this how you do it? You gotta, you gotta get the ships right. Everybody knows it's <laughs> Abdul X Polnareff. You see, I felt that one was too obvious. Yeah. I mean, it's either that or Polnareff X, that one lady that saw him as a fetus. 
Wait, or that he saw, or he saw her as a fetus. What about Joseph Cross Dio? Joseph cheats enough. <laughs> he needs a strong individual on the other end of his relationship. He was just really missing his grandfather's presence. <laughs> Jesus. Needs uh, a new Jonathan. Don't we all, though? Don't we all? He was such a gentleman. Such a gentleman. Um, but no, for real, what have y'all been up to? Anything anything cooking in the pots? Oh, uh, I uh I went to a really special uh buddy of mine's uh like birthday little kickback shindig. Uh it was it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Nice, nice. Uh it was a lot of fun actually. I can't confirm I was there. Yo, that's so wild. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty wild seeing you there. Um, still have not set up the disc golf thing, and I didn't think I'm <laughs> How about you, Matt? What uh, what have you been up to? Well, uh, your boy's got some bad news. My uh, my darling little puppy dog has uh, some old man knees. So, at some point or another, he will need surgery to uh, make sure his kneecaps don't. Uh, don't go floating off towards the inside of his legs, as uh, I guess small dogs are prone to have. But uh, it's okay. He came home with some little little painkillers. He's still a peppy baby boy. Just uh, a peppy baby boy that's going to cost his old man a little bit more money than the old man wanted to spend at the end of this year. But he's gosh darn worth it. And he's also staring at me from down the hall because he knows I'm talking about him. <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely not the end of the world. But uh, it's better than, I guess, not knowing. He, uh, he took a little bit of a spill when he tried to make too big of a jump. And, uh, you know, one of his knees was bothering him. So I took him into the vet earlier today. And... Uh, basically got the skinny on uh, something that could have been a more serious long-term issue if not for a short-term issue that helped them discover it. So, like, I'm not thankful that he, he's in pain, but also, like, silver lining. Silver lining. Ayo! Right. Uh, aside from that, I've been uh, I've been doing so much fucking Dragon Ball, you guys. It's not it's not kosher. Fair, relatable to an extent. Uh, definitely a lot of egg throwing up, which cannot be good for the esophagus. <laughs> I just can't believe the whole egg was like intact too. You're supposed to chew. <laughs> and the Namekians are, I guess, whatever. King Piccolo is. Uh, they they do have an interesting biology. Before we pivot off of my week, I need to I need to air a grievance. Um, the dub for Dragon Ball Z, which I've made my way into from the end of Dragon Ball, um, they it feels a little fucked up, but I guess like it doesn't have to be because it's you know fiction. But they refer to Namekians as Namics. Why? I don't know. It's like it feels 
it feels like a racist thing, even though it's clearly like not. Because like Piccolo doesn't even know shit about Namek. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like at one point Vegeta said Namekian while he and Nappa were on Earth. And then from there on out, everybody, starting with like Krillin and Chaozu or whatever, and then including Vegeta once they travel to planet Namek, starts referring to Namekians as Namics. And it's just like, what the fuck? Maybe maybe Frieza just rubbed off on him. Honestly, yeah. Like, I just feel like I'm taking crazy pills. But, uh, aside from that, I feel like I'm being gaslit and having a good time doing it. Hey, that's that's how you know the gaslighting's working. Right? It's like, at least she's hot. (laughs) (laughs) If you're being gaslit, (laughs) please seek help. (laughs) And stand up to them. Sorry, that also got drink me. water. <coughs> Please do. And if you're going near a time travel or <coughs> world hopping device, please remember to bring your water because it might be a desert out there. Um, as for my week, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy, but then I beat all of Mass Effect, the first one, and uh, I actually really like the story of it. Um, romance felt very forced. Um, ah. I did attempt to, uh, as the kids would say, riz up uh, Talia, but that that did not work. She was not interested. Um, But uh, Liara and Ashley confronted me very awkwardly when I thought I was just being friendly to them. And, (laughs) you know, one of them was racist, and the other one's a pretty cool person. So, easy choice there. Easy choice. Um (laughs) The what else? I watched some more of the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen. Heck yeah! Uh, heck yeah! I got finally got to see uh, the I I alone am the honored one, and they did it beautifully. Um, I think they really did the manga some justice. I had a great time watching it, and I'm excited for the next episode. Do we know if they're doing another mid season break? Um. Oh no, I'm I do have my anime list pulled up. I could check that for you real quick. Jujutsu Kaisen. Second season. Uh no, it looks like they're doing the whole thing. Looks like they're going nice. all the way through. That's a power move. I'm all for it. Yeah. This arc's about done, and then they're gonna move on to uh the next bit. Very fun. The next bit being high octane. The next yeah uh Shibuya, yes. Being quite yeah. high octane, yes. Yeah. Where, where I will cry. Um, our guest that we've had, uh, Maddie from Otaku Melancholy, uh, they will also be crying. Um, I don't know if Matt, Matt himself, Maddie here will be crying. Um, I, I don't know because, like, the manga is giving heavy spoilers. Like the current current manga, I guess it might it might take away from the uh, the impact of 
what uh, would have made me cry had I seen it without being up to date, I suppose. That's fair. Um, no, it still hits. It still hits. I think... Yeah, we'll like, see. We'll see. I, I am definitely prone to uh, a, a very hefty emotional swing. I I will say, um, like, I love the Jujutsu Kaisen manga, but the anime is just better. It just simply I mean, is. Music is banging. Music. The, uh, the visuals the action- are pretty sweet. Cause I like, think it's really smoothly animated. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was just gonna say, <laughs> if it's such a it's such an action heavy series that like the uh, the animation like actually really does elevate the action that uh, we're getting from the panels. Yeah, and like the the design choices for a lot of like the uh, the curses, uh, and I'm not talking about just like the low level curses like we saw at the beginning with like the guy with the axe in his head or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the, I guess, high-grade curses or whatever you want to call them. Uh, I like how their, if you want to call it a move set, kind of, like, ties heavily into, like, their morphology or, like, how they were transformed by the cursed energy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, screams efficiency to me, and I think that's really neat that it's something that they kind of Keep in mind. Agreed. So, we're going to get some real spicy curses this season. Max, we're going to have a real spicy season. Real spicy. Oh, I do have a question um, for you. And I, I guess Tristan can answer, too. I don't know if you're watching the, the second season weekly or not. Uh, I actually haven't started it yet. Fair enough. Um is Satoru Gojo the strongest because he is Satoru Go- Gojo? Or is Satoru Gojo the strongest? Or is it the inverse? Which do y'all think? Like, is he strong because he is him? Like, he was born that way? Or is he, like, strong because, like, he worked for it? Um, I mean, not only is he him, but he's also obsessed. He is the Jalen Hurts of Cursed Energy, if you will. He's just simply the best, is what I think you're trying to say? Yeah. I think, it, I think, it, I think it, it might be both, you know? Nature and nurture combined into one pure being. But also, it's, it's definitely like... There are probably plenty of dudes that are obsessed like he is that are not nearly as strong as he is on account of uh i mean first of all six eyes uh second of all purple yeah it's like congrats on your simple domain dweeb sorry i'm taking Uh, pot shots now yeah i yeah i mean i don't know we saw him tristan cover your ears for 15 seconds and (laughs) okay listeners Listeners, uh, listeners, if you're also not caught up to the manga, also cover yours. What are you doing, Tristan? I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. All right. I will say, we did just clearly see him struggle with some domains. And, I mean, granted, he was also fighting Sukuna, but, I don't know. A win is a win. 
I mean, no. but he didn't actually lose. Like, all the damage he took was cosmetic, basically. Fair, but he did also, you know, he was able to strike back against Sukuna, who did not think that he had been struck. Oh, no. Yeah. I think the whole thing's overblown, and that's why Sukuna dropped the trump card now. Is, uh... Because oh. in the long run, it wasn't going to, I guess, keep working, even though it didn't really work to begin with. Fair. I am, I do hope Megami, like, does beat Sukuna inside and Itadori beats him on the outside. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping so, for. Someone else is just going to eat a finger. That's how they're going to save Megami. Doesn't he have all the fingers? I didn't think so, did he? Maybe, yeah. Because be. didn't, didn't Itadori get some from the Colon game or whatever? Yeah, I'm questioning myself now, but sure. it all could right. be the Sounds funniest like thing of all time. It could be the funniest thing of all time. <laughs> all right. I'm back. Back. Super. Howdy. Just... Howdy, dee do. All right, but we're back, and we've danced around it enough. Um, I could tell that all of us were wanting something happy, because when we first joined the call, we started talking about SpongeBob. So... <laughs> clearly uh you know it's, it's gonna be a bit of a rough one um spoiler or i guess viewer listener Here. discretion uh advice we will be talking about um or at least briefly if not in deathly uh, animal murder slavery uh rape uh forced impregnation um and child soldiers and kidnapping did I miss anything? Did Did you say slavery? Because uh, I feel like that's also in there. If you did, I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear you. I feel like kidnapping and child slavery should have been in opposite positions on that list, so we had like an effective, like ramping up of severity. Oh, true. Oh, and we have kidnap, and then we have kids murdering kids. Yeah, we have that. Hunger Games, yeah. but not like. Not fun. Not, yeah, not fun Hunger Games. Just, just this sad. Is Hunger Games just was sad. fun. Yeah, man. You know, we're as not that on the viewer, history. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess I like the book. Yeah, I mean, the books were pretty pretty solid. Uh, I still never technically finished Mockingjay, and I don't think I ever will. No, I, I couldn't care less either. Yeah, I, I, uh, I got halfway one, through. Two, and got like most of the way through three, and then I saw the movie for three, and it's probably about the same. Yeah, I saw the first part of the movie for three, and then like read like half the book and said, "I don't think I care anymore." I think the hype's but I think the hype's died out. It definitely got too popular for me. Fair, fair. I will say, yeah. Alex Lore, there's a girl in my Spanish class that was like really into like all those YA stuff. Uh, so I uh, I attempted to force myself to be more into them. Was this girl in your Spanish class also a? friend of mine? I don't think so. Okay, not thinking of that girl then. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she she moved like basically at the end of the year, so. I guess that probably might have been before we met too, huh? Like Hunger Games peaked like middle schoolish for us. I might have still been in Florida. That was my freshman year. Okay. Well, I 
was still in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, the show, um, in case you didn't catch my, in case you didn't catch it earlier, um, is actually called Now and Then, Here and There. It was done in 1999 by Studio AIC, um, who has also done Date A Live. Um, is this? Uh, yes. Orimo, yes. yes. They also did Orimo. Um, Bubblegum hey. Crisis. Oh, uh, is this Bubblegum Crisis? Not, mm-hmm. the, not the OG one, but it's one of the after so- stories that came out. Oh. Cool. Um, they also did Aura, um, which is a movie that makes me want to punch air because it really ripped my heart out. Really touched me. Um, and then they also did Tenchi Muyo, which I've heard a lot about, but uh, I've also never watched. Well, they did oh, they- Blue Gender. That's hilarious. I've also heard about this. I've also heard about that. Was that any good? Uh, I don't remember. I think I saw some of it as a kid and then referenced it once when we were talking about, um, fuck, what was the space manga episode we did? Uh, planets. Yes. Thank you. Gosh, white brain melty. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think I referenced blue gender like in our planets episode once Hmm. that's about all i got sure they also did uh heaven's lost property um and they did matt was right it is actually bubblegum crisis so i do apologize yeah uh yeah i just got down to the the ovas and i was like uh i'll I'll let y'all finish talking first but yeah my bad my bad i i just saw the the tv series first it's all good yeah then it was uh directed by uh Akitaro Daichi, um, who who's done a pretty pretty solid amount of stuff. Um, they also wrote on the script, and this was an original. It looks like it wasn't a. This was an original. That explains a lot of things. So yeah, yes. Ak- and then. Yeah. Uh, I would just like to say the person that did actually do the uh, the screenwriting. I know I was talking to you about it at your birthday, but uh, they also are the ones that did the writing for Maiden Abyss. They didn't make the manga, oh. but they did the they basically did the edits to make it uh, for the the TV. So uh, you know, once you get into torturing children, I guess you just stay with it. They just perfected oh, their fair. craft, is all. Truly, though, they actually did. Um, but, uh, yeah. So before, uh, we got to this on the, on our list here, um, have y'all heard about the show at all or anything? Uh, I, I actually have been the, the Isekai fan that I am. Uh, I've, I've heard of this one before. I've heard that it's one of the like old school greats. Uh, so when I saw that it was on the, uh, list, I was pretty excited for it. And now that I have finished it, I am less excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Agreed. funny you you mention uh, you mention this as like one of the old school greats of Isekai, because uh, I did get a very heavy Shield Hero vibe from uh, young fellow wakes up in a different world, and within minutes we're getting exposure to sexual assault or 
conversation about sexual assault. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, I I had no idea what the fuck I was getting myself into, and uh, after much scraping and clawing, we've gotten out of it. True, true. We have finally returned home with the final sunset. Um, as for myself, um, I heard about this from the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Um, they were doing like a, uh, just talking about isekai as like a genre. I was like, hmm, maybe I'll check out some of these because I do like isekais, but I'm also tired of like just the modern ones where they're all like power fantasy. Um, so I figured I'd give this a go. Unfortunate that uh, I did have to buy it on Amazonia, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Um, Did you remember to say thank you, Daddy Bezos, before watching every episode? <laughs> nah, dude. Bezos can lick my asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, they just paid Daddy Bezos <laughs> like everyone else. Yeah. I mean, I, at least it wasn't like too bad, and you can just buy the whole like series, which is always good. I, I feel like if you can like own a series, it's better than like renting it or just like relying on a streaming service to have it for you always the idea of renting a single episode of a series disgusts me it is actually one of the dumbest things i've ever seen like why would i do that like who does that okay so so i got a question for you uh do you prefer the digital owning of assets or do you prefer owning Physical media. Physical. 100% physical. If I can own something physically, I will. Outside of Nintendo Switch games, I will also say physical, but also maybe PC games because I don't have a CD port in my computer. Yeah, gamers really killed yeah, the physical say. media for a PC But aside game. from, yeah, like aside from, I guess, video games, uh, I would say like 9.9 times out of 10, I would prefer a physical asset. Respectable. Respectable. How about yourself? I mean, I'm Mr. Record Collection over here. I feel like my stance is uh, pretty well known. <laughs> fair, fair. I do. Tristan I am said, slowly. Fuck iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, do have, they do sell things where you can like import your records into digital audio. You like actually uh, wanted to do that? Yeah, you gotta have a you gotta have a specialized uh, record player for that though, and they're a little pricey. And uh, I think I think I'm okay with listening to Spotify on the go. But if I'm chilling at home hosting a game night, oh, we busting out the records hundred hundred percent. Enough to pay for Spotify. You just have to live with ads. Uh, I actually uh, pay for Spotify because I'm a I'm a full album guy, and no, if you not. don't, if, I mean, if I get you, it. Yeah, because if you don't pay for Spotify, you could listen to the whole album, but it will be shuffled. You don't actually get to listen to it in order, and uh, I think that's one of the most criminal things on this planet. As an avid shuffler, I will quietly uh, retreat to the corner. I see. I'm both. It depends on the mood, but what I care more about this is going to sound so fucking nerdy. I care more about being able to listen to my podcast because <laughs> uh, if you don't pay for Spotify, you I I was unable to like get to them. Uh, so that was yeah. Nice. I feel. I feel. And then 
I find it more ass that they added audiobooks, but then you have to pay for each audiobook. I'm like, why would you do this? Why? Just like I'm not. I don't want microtransactions in my prepaid app. Like, like that's like buying a sixty dollar video game to then have to pay twenty dollars for a battle pass to then play the fucking game. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, like Are how how is this a thing? Diablo Four. I'm just talking about. It sounds like seen. we're talking about Diablo Four. <laughs> Hey, if the shoe fits, wear it. Where is it? I'm personally more of like a. I, I'm I myself am going back and playing all the games I like didn't play like as a kid or like I've just had like sitting here. So like all these games have zero microtransactions. They it's an actual like I can just pop it in and play. I don't need any patches. None. When, it's so. I went nice. back and played Star Wars Battlefront Two, like 2004 edition or 2005 edition or whatever. Yo, that game was goaded. Aside goated from like game. the motion sickness, it's it's incredible. I love it. It's it's so Controls odd. Are a little funny, but yeah, that's old game, you know. God, yeah, now sure. I'm now I'm now I'm feeling like the show because now I'm having PTSD <laughs> about the new Star Wars Battlefront Two because I'd play nope. the, I'd play the space battles and I was so good at that shit. I love that shit. But then uh, you'd have the people that were literal pay to win, and they just had like way better ships, and like you could literally sit there and shoot them for like two minutes straight, and then they hit you with one rocket and you die. And it's like, man, man, nah. The old space battles though. Fucking old space battles it. were also a lot of fun. Yo, meet Especially me on a like, Tatooine. one v one me in Ewoks versus stormtroopers. I love hunt mode, dude. It's incredible. Fair, fair. Damn. See, I, this is just something that I would like to say. The I would would like to assume the quality of the games has gotten better. It seems like the model of how the games are being served to the consumers is getting worse. I will say yeah. I'm shilling hard for Remnant 2. Uh, are there microtransactions? No microtransactions came out $10 under the normal, like $60 price tag. If you buy the ultimate edition, you get the early access. They're doing that nonsense, but it also comes with their like full guarantee of the three DLC that are coming out within a year of the release, which was like July. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did this game come out in 2008? Cause that's how shit used to be. It's, Let's go, Remnant. Let's go. Yeah, it's got some performance issues while, with but... the PC port, but I'm I'm vibing so hard with it right now. Gunfire Games, you done good. You done good, kid. That's how you should do it. That is how you also, they're like it. active on Reddit, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that is a good way to interact with people should we make a reddit account you know that'll be the question for the podcast should the yeah, but don't let me run it i'll just talk about sports on r slash eagles i mean that's fine just bring people to the podcast <laughs> uh but yeah that'll, that'll be the poll if we should make a reddit account um don't expect a subreddit but just uh to interact and i guess post our episodes there or whatever share some uh hot takes I don't, I don't know what Reddit is in used their for. Respected communities. I don't know. I I generally I've I don't think I've actually used Reddit like as a user. I think I've had to look up questions on there. No, I use it as like a centralized hub for like sports news. Because Fair enough. I don't like having fifteen different websites I have to cycle through. 
I just click links to them. <laughs> Fair. All right. Well, we're doing the SpongeBob thing again. Let's time. It's time to talk about now and then, here and there. Sorry for uh, the antibodies classic. We ran that. We ran that ten minute side play. Um, as we do. <laughs> As we do. Um, but this is a story about Shu. He is a young, fairly average uh, Japanese middle schooler who just, he just wants to be the best. He just wants to confess his love to his rival, or c- confess his love to his crush and beat his rival who is dating his crush. Um, and then one day on the on the way home from school, he, as every, every teenager does, I know this is relatable to all, he did something that uh, his parents said not to do. And it ended him up in a really weird world uh, where he doesn't know where the fuck's going on. Um, there's not a there's not a drop of water in sight. All he knows is that he's a prisoner. Um, they're looking for a pendant, and there's this girl named La La Rue that he promised to save. Um, so allegedly. he finds out allegedly. Um, so aboard the Hollywood, he enlists in the army. Um, unwillingly um, kidnaps, assists in kidnapping people, uh, again, unwillingly um, witnesses some executions, um, and he also meets another person that's been transported there, a Miss Sarah, uh, who, she, uh, they mistaken, they mistook her for La La Rue, um, which really makes me question the leadership of, of Hollywood, but we will talk about that after I, after we get done here. Um, and she is also being held as prisoner, but she is dealt a much worse fate than, uh, than Shu. Um, she is essentially selected to breed more soldiers, but she then kills her attacker, um, and then runs away into the forest. Um, shortly after this, there's some (laughs) hell erupts on Hollywood, you could say, um, (laughs) And the floodgates do get opened, um, and Shu and La La Rue escape. Um, the king is pissed. Um, they travel through a mushroom forest. They fight. They fight against, uh, you know, some some insects, and then they then they meet a village that uh, has pissed off Hollywood because they attempted to murder the king. Um, which you know, I usually um, am for Reggie's side, but in this case, I am absolutely for Reggie's side. <laughs> Kill this man. <laughs> And and his yee ass haircut. Um, and there they, and there they meet Big Sis, um, probably the last decent human being alive at this, at this moment, and uh, they kind of learn to trust in what life really could be. Um, and then we have a big battle. Um, the king does die, but uh, his shit assistant does not die, and I have some issues with that. Um, Shu goes home while Laru disappears, and Sarah. Uh, ends up becoming a mom. But, like, happy about it. Yeah. Or more accepting of it, I I was going to say, I feel like it's more acceptance than, like, oh, I'm so happy that I got this terrible person's seed inside of me. Like, uh... More, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was much more, I think she was more happy to, like, (laughs) adopt the kids that were already there. Um, and she is begrudgingly carrying this baby to term. Um, but yeah. Imagine the inverse of a redheaded stepchild situation where the adopted kids are the ones 
that get all the love. And <laughs> ones that the mother spawned are like neglected like openly. I feel like that's what happened to King Hamdo. <laughs> like how I don't want to talk about him first. It'll sour my mood. Um, but yeah, what'd y'all think? What just general thoughts on the show? Uh, what'd y'all think about it? Um. So the first night I started watching this, uh, you know, I'd been playing some games. I was like, okay, I really need to start the show. I'll, I'll watch it a little bit before I go to bed. You know, I'm expecting this to be like something I can, you know, kind of relax to watch a little, fall asleep. Uh, and I ended up watching like half the series because it was just so intense that I was like, uh, uh, did okay, okay, they didn't like explicitly show it, but like, did did the thing I think just happen happen? Did 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 I miss something here? And then I kept watching, and more answers kept getting answered, or, or more questions kept getting answered, and I was like, oh, oh, this is uh, this is dark. I don't. I don't know if I can stop watching. I just got to keep going. And it just progressively went downhill, you know? Fair enough. Uh, how about you, Matt? Um, at the forefront of my mind, what I can say is that at least when kids committed atrocities, many of them, maybe most of them even, uh, had the little air quotes here around redemption of feeling bad about it or you know the Nuremberg defense of like oh you know I gotta follow orders like a good soldier um while the adults were just openly and like brazenly like scum for the most part yeah fair enough Um, very heavy handed at times but yeah Nice. Uh, as for myself, uh, this is technically my second time uh, watching it, because the first time I pulled the Alex special, and I watched half, and never went back to it. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I literally, I remember being really invested up until they escaped from the ship, and then I, I felt like a really good like sense of relief, and then I was like, mm, I don't think I want to know what happens next, I'm just going Im- to imagine that they have a happy life, but I'm really glad I saw the back half. Um, cause I think it does bring it home. I do have some issues. Uh, but I think overall, I, I don't think this show aged well. I think the show is definitely better 20 years ago, but it's not as good now. If that right, makes sense. Like we've yeah. seen more polished versions of the same or a similar formula. Yeah. But I, I do think for like the isekai genre, if you like say, "Oh, I hate all isekais," or they're all the same, this is definitely one um, that you should check out because it is not the same, and it is very different than on than the top. Yeah, it's definitely definitely not a power fantasy for sure. Yeah, I I was about to say pretty much different than all the top ones, and I'm pretty much right. I think the if you're just hit the isekai genre, the first one that's closest to it is a uh, Grimgar fantasy and Ash. Yeah. That's, that's, awesome. uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cause this is very, very realistic on, um, though very dark and fucked up. Um, 
everything that happens here is pretty much shit that humans have done in every major war since uh, time in memoriam. So that's that's all I have to say. Um, but I guess I guess we should talk about all the fucked up things. Uh, fucked up thing one: hearing the cat get strangled and then seeing Hamdo then pet the cat. That Very really not f- happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really fucked me up uh, the first time and this time watching it because that's just so. Like how? My cats were highly concerned. <laughs> I had to switch to headphone viewing. <laughs> they, your cats were like, maybe we'll eat during the night today. <laughs> no meowing necessary. Um. And then, let's see, what were we, was it Child Soldiers next? Yeah, it was Child Soldiers next. Um, never good to see Child Soldiers. No. Never good. Especially when they're like four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then something that really, f- that pissed me off. Fucking Hondo, dude. I hate this man. Um <laughs> Whenever Abelia went to him, it was like, sir, we're running low on water. And he's sitting there in a lush garden with like high dense, like high water needing like fruits and vegetables around him. And these people are literally like dying of thirst down there. Oof. I mean, you know, that just goes to show your typical, uh, your typical, uh, uh, what's, what's the correct term here? Right. Dictator. owner. Well, oh, yeah, well, I mean that too. That too. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, but like dictator status of like, I don't really care. Let my people starve. I'm gonna have this beautiful garden filled with roses. Just here for my whim, you know. Uh, yeah. The outside world is ugly, so therefore I shall barricade myself inside and pretend it doesn't exist. Is that an oligarch? I think that's religion. No. No. Uh, that might be right. Uh, yeah, kind of. Small group I, I of think, people have control of a country, organization, or institution. I think he is just a monarchy, though. Yeah, because it's really kinda, just... Yeah, because like, he's, he's like the dude. Yeah. He is, he is King Hamdo. Ruler of Shit Mountain. He he may he may give uh, Akio a run for a uh, run for his money in the in the worst characters. Um. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's yeah, tough they're one. they're both deplorable human beings. Um. Let's see, and then <laughs> we met Sarah. Um, which it was really sad. Okay, well, one thing that was really funny is I watched this dub. And Sarah's supposed to be like speaking English, and uh, she's not supposed to be able to understand her. <laughs> but they're yeah, just she's both Molly speaking. Ringwald. Yeah, but they're both just uh, speaking English at each other, and she straight up says like, "Oh, I don't speak English." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, Shu, if you say so." Um, but but then we uh, before we get to the Sarah stuff, we do see the uh, the child soldiers go and quote unquote recruit more child soldiers, and then their village gets subsequently blown up. Um, 
But it's just fucked all around. Like, from top to bottom. It's just pain. Just pain. Um, did y'all see them? Did y'all expect them to blow up the, the village? Yeah, I mean, I've uh, seen Star Wars, so... Yeah, I was gonna say I wasn't uh, I wasn't that surprised by it, but I think I was more surprised by the fact that all these kids are like, once the war's over, we could go back to our village. But then they're going around doing these things to other villages, and I'm like, <laughs> where where's the uh, where's the disconnect of a you're doing this to every village that you quote unquote recruit from, but like nah, your village is the one special one that's still there, like. Then um, and then what? What was Shithead's name? Not fucking Hamdo, but the second worst character. What was that fucking? Uh, Tabul. Yes, Tabul. Him just being chill with murdering his like brothers and father. Fucking Christ. Um. Insane, insane man. And then honestly, you know who else is a piece of shit? Fucking Nabuka. Nabuka's a piece of shit too. Fuck that kid. Like- like yeah, he yes, but, but there's no excuses. There's no excuses. I'm, he cost I'm Boo trying... his life. He cost Boo his life, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to fit a butt in there, but there's not really a butt in there. You remember Banana Fish? The same <laughs> shit happened in this one. I can't say it again, but the same thing <laughs> happened. It's low-key Nabuka's fault. Low-key. Low-key. Banana Fish was a dark time. True. Good show, though. Good show. Yeah, yeah. They uh, had some vibes. Speaking of Uh, vibes, uh, Nabuka? Oh, I can't say that joke. Oh, no, I just thought of a terrible joke. Wait, Um, type the joke. Alright, I'll type the joke. I'll type the joke in the serious talkers. It's that bad. It's that serious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's awful i'm going Oof. to hell i'm going to hell <laughs> um but yeah nabuka you were about to say something about nabuka uh nabuka's kind of a vibe like you ever go to work and somebody comes in and they have a very very good and very very compelling case but you just can't because, you know, you, I mean, in this case, like he literally needs his job to live, but, uh, I don't know. He's, uh, I don't know. He, I I feel like he was the most, I guess, sympathetic character or maybe not the most sympathetic, but one of the most sympathetic characters, Sarah, Sarah definitely was the most sympathetic character, but yeah, uh, he's very grounded, I think, or yeah, like, like I guess you feel in bad this for like him. hellscape, he's the closest to like a normal character, I guess. Yeah, well, it's like yeah. you know he's he's taking care of the even younger child soldiers. Uh, I think he's, you know, it could almost be the point of like he's telling himself the lie, just like he's telling the other little kids the lie. You know, just yeah, telling him something that will kind of help him, I guess, process and get through everything. Because it's like, you know, when you're dropping bodies like that, you got to tell yourself something to keep moving. That's true. Well, it's kind of like one of those situations where, like, 
they always tell you the best way to like internalize something is to teach somebody else that thing. So by, you know, modeling these, uh, these youngins into good little soldiers, it's, it's kind of like his way of like, yeah, like I'm, I'm like, this is, this is my job. Like I'm good at my job. This is me. I am my job. I get to go home one day. Yeah. But we blew up your home. Sorry about that. Um, next atrocity. It's, it's Sarah time. It's Sarah time. Um, so one, she was kidnapped. Awful. Under false pretenses. Even more awful. Um, was pretty much on the verge of like starvation and dehydration. Uh, around the time we saw her. Um, and then she's turned into a concubine. Um, which is very not okay. Um, but then she does, she does free herself from this. Um, but then she almost dies in the desert again. Um, Oh yeah. How how are y'all feeling about about Miss Sarah here? Uh total badass. She kills somebody with a gun, but not by shooting it. Yeah, he, she did she did bash uh, his nose brain into his brain. It was very hard. Like uh basically pistol whipped him to death, but it ain't no pistol. She'd be going hardcore with the yeah, rifle. Just a rifle butting. And uh, uh, it's it's uh, kind of tragic because uh, you basically know by this point that it's already happened to her a couple of times, especially since uh, you know she's she gets pregnant and the one time it, they kind of do show what happens and she kills the assailant. Uh, the thing didn't actually happen, but uh, that's just in that one instance because the thing definitely happened previously, and mm-hmm. who knows how many times. I don't want to think about it. Because, I mean, hey, if if she's being offered as the reward to, uh, you know, the soldiers that be doing the best in whatever battles, you know, does that mean after every recruitment or, or, or what? Yeah. Knowing Hamdo, just probably whenever. Um, but, yeah. And then her, like, her getting pregnant is so... F- was really fucked. I felt really awful for her because that is like that's hard. That's like a huge life thing, anyways. And then, like in this situation, it's just like one one of the worst things on top of like everything else. The big thing is the like complete, maybe not complete, but almost complete like lack of like maternal medical science or like maternal medical care. It's just kind of one of those things where like yep there's a baby in there just make sure she lives long enough to pop it out and then we'll go again you're right uh, which is an awful way to think and I'm glad that we don't live in this world anymore um, that was definitely the world people live in that world still <sighs> yeah I was going to say lately good. Lately, here in the states, you know, we've been making some steps backwards, but uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's the poll today. Is your state completely fucked, or uh, do you live in like a real state? No, it's the Reddit thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so eventually they all they all Shu and La La Rue end up escaping. Um and then we don't really get too much more fucked up things. We do get politics though. We do get politics here. So Hollywood, obviously awful place. Um and the assassins were sent from the same village that they ended up going to. Um which is uh, the village of Zaribars. Um, there we meet Sis, goaded character, um, and we also meet Soon, whose father was one of the assassins, uh, specifically the assassin that Nabuka shot. Um, I mean, Nabuka did kill all of them, but uh, in, the, in the scene that we saw, boom, that's the one right there. Um, and so eventually it's leaked that uh, La La Rue is like La La Rue. Um, not, we're never super explained on like what she is. We just know that she uh, can make water flow from this pendant and she can do it as, as little as she wants or as much as she wants, but however much she does, equivalent amount of life is taken from her. Um, but yeah, so pretty much Sis is on one side of the village where they want to focus on like raising their young and focus on just surviving because they, they're able to find a steady supply of water without La La Rue um, and fertile soil. They're growing fruits, vegetables. I think that I think I even saw that they had some farm animals as well. Um, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then nuts, because livestock require a lot of water. Exactly. So in this world, they really, they're in an actual paradise. Um, and then on the other side of the village, they want to use La La Rue as a bargaining chip to get Hollywood to just leave them alone. Um, what side do y'all fall on? Yeah, man, let's, uh, let's try and be rational with a highly irrational person and give them what they want and just expect them to leave us alone. Yeah. I feel like that always works out in uh, every every form of media I've, I've ever seen. You know, absolutely, yeah. The answer I think is you stay off their radar for as long as is humanly possible, and then when your cover is blown, you cooperate and just kind of hope. So we're all on the same side as sis, is what I'm hearing. We all More agree. Or less. You don't yes. you don't go out of your way to sell out the fucking waterbender. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Especially whenever we have like a whole new generation like on the way. We have a functioning like we're actually functioning and thriving in this desolate world. Like no reason to go and like try to literally blow it all up. Um but of course, as men tend to do, they do not listen to the woman's good idea. Um so Sis gets uh, executed, which is very sad, or attempted to be executed, um, and they attempt to trade Lalo Rue with King Hamdo. And I think now, now it's time to talk about King Hamdo. Um, he's awful. He is actually awful. Um, probably one of the worst human, one of the worst characters, just like on their actions and morals that I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I don't think just drowning in a pool of Lala Roo's water was an acceptable end for him. Also, he has dumb hair. Oh, I was he's say, got the... uh, he, he, he definitely reminds me of the, uh, the pretentious prince in, uh, Mushoku Tensei, the one that was like Roxy's student. Uh, 
that that's all I could think about every time. Oh I yeah, the the one movie. that just wanted to like grope her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rudius yeah. also, I guess, but the yeah, other don't one, talk about Rudius. <laughs> someone, someone help Rudius right now. Someone help him. The man's praying to panties. Is it working? Ironically, yes. <laughs> Ironically, his prayers are being answered. He has he is making friends and is getting accepted. Until so, they find out that one weird thing he does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my my okay, so listen guys, there's this thing. I'm I'm slightly religious, okay? I'm just slightly religious. <laughs> Would you like to maybe convert? I can tell you all about it. Um but fuck man. Like I'm actually really sad he wasn't like actually like I'm sad that Lalaurie wasn't like didn't like kill <laughs> Yes, that is him. Uh like shoot him or something. Like Jesus Christ. Like what a what a man baby. What a baby man. Okay, God, I it's hate him. funny that you use those terms because I back to his fucking terrible haircut. It looks like his mom gave him a bowl cut with an undercut. Yeah. Bro, bro, like, what if that's what happened to his mom? She fucked up his hair and he said you're dead. <laughs> Because he wasn't now even he supposed wears to be it as king. A scar because he mm. can't get any real scars on him, God forbid. Nor God can he forbid. grow a real mustache. Let's be real. <laughs> Facts, though. Facts. Um, but yeah, he sucks. Um, Abelia, I am still upset that she lived. Um, and I'm also more upset with her apparent taste in men. Uh, if she's like actually interested in in this loser man, it's uh, it's the classic case of uh, Stockholm syndrome. Let's be real. Fair enough. How how mu- how much of it is true, like feelings, as opposed to uh, yo, this is my boss who's a suicidal or not suicidal, a uh, homicidal lunatic, and uh, if I don't listen to his every command, he will fucking kill me. And yeah, like we we've seen her, like even when she placates him, just not one hundred percent, she gets abused. So like, kind of in a no win situation, I suppose. Where like either you're doing something atrocious or something atrocious is happening to you, and there's no like gray area. Yeah, yeah, but. At the same time, it's like, you know, just because you're numb, that's not an excuse. True. I will say, I I think the uh, the world court was on to something with uh, just following orders isn't an excuse. Mm. Um, I will say that. I think, uh, Can you use being in love as an excuse? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that one does not fly either. Maybe in a public, like a like a civic court, <laughs> but I don't think in a. It's a way to get out of paying an ex four hundred dollars or something, and yeah, like a but... missed rent payment that you split. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the show. Um, Fuck, I was thinking small claims court. Now I look like an asshole. <laughs> it's all right. I know very little of the legal system. Oh, you know who we didn't talk about was soon. Um, 
That's a that's another person whose life is directly on Nabuka's hands. She didn't deserve to die. No, but it just goes to show why, uh, you know, violence breeds more violence. That is very true. That is incredibly true. Um Yeah, we pretty much talked about everything uh major that happened. Um a couple of just things that I enjoyed about the show. Uh, I I did like I even mentioned in the Discord that for a lot of the like long ass background shots like with there's too many, um, they like either use really quiet music or there's almost like just no sound, um, and it really does drive home drive home like how dead this world is like how just vacant of like life or joy, um, the places that Hollywood visits are. Uh, Hollywood is for the most part. Cause like once we get to the village, we actually, they, the music brightens up and like, there's more background music as well. Like more background sounds. It was eerie and a neat stylistic choice, but at the same time, you know, we, we consistently rave about like OSTs. So I feel like that's kind of just a missing component. If I'm being a little transparent. That's fair, but I feel like this, like, um, fucking, what was the show that had, fucking Flowers of Evil, where, like, the the ED was just the fucking flowers. Terrible. Yeah, but, like, you can't really have, like, a normal ED with that type of show. I think it was definitely one of those things. I do agree. Like, we could have we used one banger drum track. Could have used one. Um, do you have yeah. any thoughts or anything? I think there was uh, one song that played. I want to say it was the episode where they're on the sand bike cruising through the desert, and then uh, they get attacked by the the sand trap thing. Uh, I want to say there was a moment where they did actually play some music there, where I was like, "Yo, this is actually like pretty good." Um, but yeah, it. it I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting, and I kind of liked the fact that it was not very musically accompanied. Uh, uh, I, I can't think of a better better word for that, but uh, yeah, just like it goes to further emphasize how desolate this wasteland is. You know, there's not a lot of background; it's a lot of silence. Uh, and one of the things that really made me think of is the elevator scene in Neon Genesis and yep. how that kind of it, it, it further went to prove a point, you know. Uh, and so I, I liked it, at least stylistically, I liked it. Yeah, like, like it definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um. I guess just uh, any more general thoughts, um, not necessarily just about the OST, but uh, any like production critiques. Because I, the art in this was not it, Chief. Was not it. it was not. It was not a very pretty show to look at. But I also this is not a show that needs to be uh, pretty because like the actual narrative that it's telling is very strong. Yeah, so, I mean. Even then, that's kind of hard to say just because you got to think this was released in, what, the late 90s, early 2000s. So I think as far as that goes, it fits the time period pretty well. Um, I, I would say some of the pacing could have been better. 
Uh, I know you kind of mentioned it that we had like a whole episode of them just kind of wandering through the desert that really didn't play a whole lot off of, like not a whole lot came out of that. Um, I feel like there was some time that could have been filled a little better or things moved along a little smoother, but uh, I I don't know. I, I think as a whole, it did pretty well for what it was trying to do. Any final ones from you, Maddie? Yeah, it's a little bit of an abstract one, but with this, we've broken our streak of almost three months without an anime that really featured firearms. Like, they made appearances, but I think the last one where, like, I guess not even really, like, firearms, but, I guess, guns were, like, a thing, like, a major recurring thing was Dirty Pair. In, what, like, the spring? Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, they were there in Nisekoi. Yeah, but like... Uh, best, the the second threat best. was the Yakuza if the secret yeah. came out. It wasn't like... Actually you know, used. It was more of a joke. Yeah, it was, it was like part of the... It was a prop, I suppose, as opposed to being like... I don't know. I don't think guns were ever actually fired like as a weapon. True. Yeah, they were just the prop guns, too. Whatever. Like the the overarching threat of war. Um, I will say this: this does this is also our little. Every summer has a little touch of that summertime sadness. Hmm. Well, that is that is what this is here for in our summer block, keeping up with the me me leaking the behind the scenes of how I make the schedule. <laughs> Because next week we're back in the pool, baby. School's almost <laughs> back in session. Um, our, oh, and then something that I find interesting um, is that uh, on Mal, at least, uh, it's rated R. But if you like look at the episode ratings on Amazon, they're TV PG. Uh, yeah, that one, that one definitely caught me by surprise. So, uh, Amazon is saying, once you're done with Power Rangers, watch this. That's what Amazon is saying, and I don't, I don't think that's the move. Well, if you count the putties as people, you did watch a lot of murder. <laughs> I mean, the, we, and we the did monsters watch, are like, destroying the Power Rangers, and, like do a genocide. True, which is what Hondo was trying to do this whole time. <laughs> um, so maybe, but I don't know. That, that might not be it, Chief. True. You might want to think about that one, Bezos. Um, but I guess uh, kind of just trying to finish it up here, uh, characters. Um, any of y'all want to talk about that we haven't, or any favorite ones? Uh, I feel like I feel like we kind of went in depth for everything. Uh, I guess as far as favorite characters go, I think I gotta go with uh, Nabuka. Honestly, um, mainly because to defend that, yeah. Mainly because uh, I feel like I feel like all the characters were kind of shitty in this, uh, each in their own way. 
And I think that just kind of goes to prove, you know, war does terrible things to people. Uh, but I think it's kind of weird because, like, Shu was definitely naive, but it was so naive in a way it's like he really is kind of living in like a fantasy world like oh just everything will get better just it's okay and that definitely kind of got annoying to me uh just because it's like yo kid like open your fucking eyes like do you not see the world that is going on around you uh you know what you're talking about is just too idealized and uh it's kind of it's cruel to kind of tell people those things and i'll agree that nabuka telling you know the kids you know when the war's over we can go back home is equally as wrong but i feel like it was done for more selfless reasons than selfish reasons true because he he did actually think that for for a while yeah, whereas, like, Shu is saying all these things because it's, like, his own idea that he's kind of pushing onto the others, whereas Nabuka is telling a lot of, or saying and doing a lot of these things not as much for himself, but to look after the younger kids in his company that he kind of feels like he's in charge of. Um, and that right there is kind of what put him in my favorite character position, because, uh, like I said, every character in the show has problems, uh, but I feel like he was almost the most redeemable. And you know, I could have seen him getting a redemption arc. Uh, did he deserve it? Probably not. But uh, he he was the closest one in my eyes. You know, respectable, respectable, valid points, valid points all around. Um, how about you, Matt? I mean, it's it's gotta be Molly Ringwald, uh, Sarah, but she, uh, I don't know. It's she's a badass for starters. Uh, she stepped back off the ledge, which is respectable, I suppose. When uh, you know you live in a hellscape like this, it would probably be pretty appealing to uh, Alt-F4. Oh, for sure. To put it in Isekai terms. Exit the Minecraft server. Yeah. And, uh, also, you know, she's she's an American. Get a little bit of a Western oh, yeah. there. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's just one of my favorite tropes is like, in the anime, when you're watching subbed and then somebody is speaking like in English, they never, they never use an English speaker. It's always like just the in-house voice actor. They give them an English line, and it's it's like I'm sure there are plenty of people that audition that also speak English, right? Maybe, but it's good to know that in the sub she speaks English. At least they hit on that one. <laughs> at least they, at least it hits on that one. I don't speak any English. All right, Shu, if you say so. Now that sounded good English to me, and then it's the family guys get no, oh. no, no, sir. The only English I know is I don't know English, and then this sentence explaining <laughs> that I don't know any English. <laughs> oh wow, that was pretty good. Okay, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Which, which is it? 
Broken Lizard? Is that the studio? That does uh, Super Troopers and, uh, what is it, Beer Club Fest? Dread. Yeah, Club Dread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's them. Is, oh, is that shit. from one of their movies? No, that's from Family Guy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I guess I don't watch a lot of Family Guy, so it makes sense. But that no, had a, pulled, that had a very like deep. specific vibe to it. Yeah, no, I pulled that one deep from my brain. I I kind of I low key got a headache now. That like came. Deep yeah, you in brought my me memories. to a whole new like yeah. part of my psyche that I haven't accessed in years. Alex Jesus. just had a brain blast. Holy! <laughs> <laughs> think, think, think. <laughs> got her. I got it. Um, but yeah, Cindy's going know. down. <laughs> Uh, oh. Shout out the Breakfast Club. Oh, what a good. Uh, what about you, Alex? Um, as for me, I'm actually pretty torn here. Um, but I think I have to go with Sis. Um, you know, she's a leader in in the village, um, taking care of all these war orphans, and is honestly trying to like lead her people on the right path. Um, there was no trying. She had that shit on lock. She did, except for a, st- a few stupid kins always ruin it for the rest of us. Um, and she even, you know, she, uh, she, she led some, dropped some good advice and knowledge onto Sarah, um, regarding child rearing and, you know, just reminding her that babies are innocent, um, regardless of who the other parent is, the baby is innocent. And if it's your choice to, you know, not have it, it's your choice, but you know, you can, if you want, and it's okay. Um, and ultimately she did, she did give her life, which was very sad. Um, but she went out, she went out like a boss. She went out fighting and, you know, I, we, it's not often that we get multiple, uh, melanated characters in an anime and then they all just look like people. And it's even rarer that we get a, a strong melanated female character in anime. And thus I give, and thus sis has my vote. Hell yeah. Um, but enough about that. Time to get down to some scores. Come on, what are these scores, everybody? What you got for me? Um, uh, am I gonna get in trouble? <laughs> no, no, no okay, one will get good. in trouble here. Good, just making sure. I'm gonna give this uh four time leaps out of ten. Fair enough. Fair enough. What made it bad to you? Um, partially, I wasn't really prepared for it. But at the same time, even when I came back to it, because I started and watched like the first four episodes, uh, and then came back and watched, I think, two through six after that, and then seven through twelve after that, in, uh, in terms of like sittings. Yeah. Um, even once I got over like the little bit of shock factor to it, I still wasn't really jiving with it. Um, uh-huh. And like, it's not even like a real time travel anime. It's like a dystopian future kind of alternate reality, I suppose. Yeah. But it did feel very, uh, very time machine Right, because Hamdo says Earth. Like, up until that point, I was like, is this just another world? 
but then like Hamdo drops Earth, and I'm like, oh, I guess it is yeah. just time travel. And like, I'm sure if you know it came out and was told to me that like it's not time travel, it's just you know an alternate dimension of Earth. It's like sure, whatever, that's fine, but it still fucking sucks. Yeah, because that's the way I kind of took it. I didn't really take it as a time travel thing, more of just like a alternate reality thing. Yeah, uh, it's very unclear because it could very much be both. Yes, um, and like we we did a little bit of talking about it before, but like at times I just kind of kind of found myself like drifting off and not like to sleep, but just to like think about other things and not always things that would normally be preferable to watching anime uh things like work um i don't know sometimes it just felt like uh like it would lose its stride i suppose i i have to agree with that i have to agree um, okay. one second uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. How about you, Tristan? Uh, I guess I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm gonna give this uh eight child soldiers out of uh ten. Interesting. Uh, I I really liked the writing and the world building. I really liked how human all the characters felt. Uh, I I would agree with. Matt, in the sense that my score was lowered because of pacing. Uh, I know we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but it just it did feel like there were some times where it just kind of drug on. Uh, like I feel like it could have been a little more condensed. And then uh, after all the destruction at the very end and uh, La La Rue leaving. Uh, him just being able to like, oh yeah, they still have the machine that they abducted me with, and Abelia knows how to use it, and uh, yeah, we'll just send you back now. Uh, it was just kind of weird to me. Um, like, I'm glad he got to go home, but at the same time, it just felt like not earned. Which is uh, weird, because it, it, after everything, like, it should have felt earned, but like, it just didn't. Yeah. Uh... Also, if Abelia can use the machine, why does she not just rescue everybody from this hellscape and send them to regular Earth? Because she wants Hondo. Because <laughs> uh, if she if she did that, she'd be a she'd be a traitor, and they'd hunt her down and kill her, just like they hunted down and abducted the wrong Lala Rue, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, I, I think I think overall is a good show uh i enjoyed it for the most part you know as much as one can enjoy this kind of subject matter hmm. uh so you know i was like yeah yeah I, I thought it was good it was uh it was handled in a very mature way i'd say it's not like Agreed. characters were like caricatures of the base desires that they were you know acting True. upon I, but, I do uh, have to agree. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Last last thought is bonus points. I think for being an isekai, I guess, without uh, you know, resorting to all the 
video game like text, if that's what you want to call it. True. It does not rely on a lot of the modern isekai tropes. Um, as for me, I'm going to have to give this um, five pendants out of ten. Um, so I'm I'm very much split between Tristan and Matt's opinions because I I too I enjoyed the show. Um, I thought the characters did a really good job of being what they were supposed to be for the story. Um, but as all of us have said, the the pacing in this at times is just bad. Like it's just actually just bad pacing, um, which I do think comes from just the time that it came out in. Um, and I'll, maybe partially being an original in that respect as well. Um, but we've watched plenty of like older original shows that have had better pacing and like not a lot of these issues. Um, and I do think like, like Matt was saying, like for all the, a lot of the dark and like mature things that the show talks about, it, it does do it in a very mature way. And, um, even tasteful at some points, at least like letting, like it does like you never actually see Sarah like get raped, um, which I think is a plus, uh, but it, it lets you know, like in a, in, in a tasteful and mature way that, like, yeah, this is what happened and this is the consequences of it. And that was not something I expected to be brought up in this show. So that really caught me off guard and I respected yeah. it. Yeah. Like the context uh, of when she killed that one guy, um, you know, it was sudden and out of nowhere. And even though they didn't show the actual like sexual assault taking place, it's like that's just a regular occurrence for her. I'm sure is you know yeah. anytime there's a soldier around, coin flip. Exactly, and they and they do a good job of using the the dialogue to let you know like the situation of what's going on, um, in in a lot of these times. Um, but I, I, I personally, this is normally not a complaint I have, but it did really bug me. I just really did not like the way that the show looked, um, and that's normally not a complaint I have, like almost ever. And I don't know why it's bothering me on this one, but it's like actually like knocking off a point, which is so. I feel I feel like a hypocrite now. I feel like a hypocrite, but I you gotta. I gotta to not jive with things. I gotta. I gotta speak my truths. Um, and I just feel like if you want like a show about like war and what it can really do to a person, or like an isekai of a person like wanting to get back home or anything like that. I feel like there are shows that do everything that this show does better, but I feel like there's a lot of them also did come out later. So yeah, really the only thing I could think of that kind of showed the realness of war kind of as well as this is the OG Gundam, like the one from what is it like the sixties? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's old 60s, 70s. I think early seventies. Yeah. I mean, it, it handles the same subject matter really fucking well, but I'll agree. It was, it, the animation's kind of dated at this point. Yeah. Especially when, like, it has comparisons alongside, you know, very specifically Made in Abyss. It's like they they did a better job either fully committing to, like, the chibi characters in a horror world 
or, you know, they could just kind of have given the characters a little bit more like a, I guess, more definitive shape. I guess sometimes yeah. they look a little funny from like different angles than like straight on. For sure. Um, and I actually, I want to bring this back. Something that we haven't done in a while is um, recommendations for our uh, viewers based on this. Um, we each get one. Um, oh yeah. What, what if, if the viewer is maybe interested interested in this show or like this show, what is something that y'all would uh, recommend? Uh, I think I'm probably going to stick with uh, the OG Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, it's quite a bit longer and, you know, it definitely leans a lot more into the sci-fi aspect of it, but uh, when it comes to talking about war and its effects on people, uh, you know, I think I think it holds up really well in the sense of storytelling. And uh, the series is still going on with all sorts of spinoffs and whatnot, but what better way than get back to the roots with the OG? Very nice. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Matt? Speaking of roots, shout out to Remnant 2. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm a shill. Uh, oh, no, you're but fine. No, I think... Uh, Anybody who likes this show, I think, probably has already seen 86. But at the same time, if they haven't, they need to. Because it's another one of those shows that handles a lot of the same kind of topics and does it a similarly way, in a similarly tasteful way. But it's just a little more kind of out there in the like sci-fi direction. And uh, a little more fun, I suppose. I mean, it's it's definitely still fucked up, so it's hard to call it fun. But <laughs> you know, the, the scorpion tanks. Yeah, their mechs were pretty cool. We've had two episodes about eighty six. Go back and listen to them, everybody. Um, as for myself, I'm a little torn here because what. Uh, I want to say Bokuranu, but I feel like um, from from the New World or Shin Sekai Yori um, would also be a would probably be the one I'd recommend. Um, so this one it's it's also set in a sci-fi dystopian society, um, and it really does kind of explore like how the society is set up, like why the rules are in place, what what happens to people, the feelings of uh, puberty of adolescence um what it means to be human and what exactly is a human and how that can shape what we see in the world it also has one of the best speeches mm. the only thing it was missing was uh sometimes good soldiers don't follow orders that is that is true. Or well, no, we do see good soldiers not follow order. Oh, I meant um, the line from the uh, oh. Clone Wars animated series. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> I guess and maybe also we'll, the Bad Batch. Mayhaps, um, but hey, Matt, also Star Wars Rebels. Sorry, sorry. Yes, hey, Alex. Hey, Matt. No, you're good. I'm just hitting this ball over here. Or. I guess I'm about to hit you off with my butt. (laughs) 
what are we uh, well, what are we pivot. watching next week <laughs> yeah next week we're yeah. pivoting to melee builds we're gonna watch keijo uh formerly referred to me probably multiple times as kaijo but uh it's not it's keijo so uh boobs butts water uh probably brain damage the, go- <laughs> the gates of booty lawn baby uh yeah let's get weird the vacuum butt cannon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. You know Not what at I, all you know what it sounds like. Man, we should all message Dylan and sh- tell him that he needs to come on for this one. Oh, I'm so done. Oh, I, I hope d- he does. Yeah. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all from us for uh, this episode. Um, all of our links will be in the show notes. Uh we didn't directly mention it, but please do support our friend Eddie over at Craft Fox Boutique. And I feel like I'm missing something, but I... Th- what, what is this? I finally found it! I found my water, and now I can drink it! Y'all have a good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anybody's. Um, all of our links will be in this episode's description. Don't forget to always check out any all guests that we have had on this episode our previous episodes and our friends over at craft fox boutique don't forget to take care of yourselves drink some water keep on kicking god i'm cringe